Welcome back to Mom Life Crisis. I'm Nikki. I'm Lori. Just two disgruntled mamas bringing you laughs, tears, and a good old time. So sit back and enjoy. Hey, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Hey. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I am excited. The rage is on. And we are doing part two. Yes, part two of Mom Wars. Pew, pew, pew. And if you tuned into part one, we actually got some feedback for it about how much they agree with us. Because they're the same parents. It's true. These moms in some of these groups are just too much sometimes. And that's a nice way of putting that's it. That's putting it very nicely. <laughs> putting it because they're fucking batshit crazy is what they are. Yes. So, so before we even get into that, I okay. want to mention something because I want to... Explain to y'all how I have personally grew as a person. So for many of you that don't know, Lori and I have a TikTok. We don't post much on it, but we have a few videos there. And I made a video and some dumb bitch decides that she wants to leave a comment talking about, well, it must be the nose booger. Bitch, I will steal your man with a fucking nose booger. Fuck you and your fucking <laughs> child. Okay. Whoever the fuck you were, mom life crisis, you left the comment there. That's me. And I'm talking to you. So you can suck my dick from behind. So on that note, <laughs> let's start with the very controversial topic of circumcision versus not circumcising. Mm, yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen. So my son is circumcised and I had it done in the hospital because it's very sanitary have y'all seen some of these turtleneck motherfuckers with the white crusty crust in their little fucking peckers hmm? Hmm? because that's what a lot of them do they don't know how to fucking clean properly let alone a child i mean that's just my opinion now i don't don't get me wrong i don't mind an uncircumcised or a circumcised one doesn't bother me at all my personal preference i had my son circumcised it wasn't anything other than i think it's prettier I personally don't believe in circumcising unless it's like, cause I know a lot of, it's a very religious thing, especially in Jewish cultures, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I also have heard the horror stories of circumcisions that have gone wrong. Oh, oh yeah. Um, or the fact that the skin has grown back and they would have to get circumcised again, again. as mm -hmm. they're older. Mm -hmm. I think it boils down to, obviously it's a parent's decision. I agree. Um, and I feel like with people who choose not to circumcise, learn how to actually take care of it. Thank you. And for the people who actually own one of these things, learn how to wash it. Thank you. See, <laughs> now here's my thing, because as a parent, now, if you're going to not circumcise your child, which, like I said, it's fine. It's your preference. I don't put it past that. I, you know, I don't judge anybody. You do as you do, but please teach these boys how to take mm -hmm. care of it, how to wash it properly, because in essence, things do get caught up in there. It's not, you know, just hanging out like it's, you know, circumcised brother. It has mm -hmm. skin and things get in there. And the thing is that a lot of men don't clean it. Mm -hmm. They don't. They don't. Sadly, they don't. Mm -hmm. Either they weren't taught how to do it or they're just fucking disgusting. But either way, as long as they, pro they, they, 
practice proper hygiene, there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with it. And once again, you have these moms up in arms in the fucking mom blogs. Oh, how dare you do this to a child? Oh, I did this. Who gives a fuck? You, if you did it, cool. If you didn't, cool. Move on. Get a fucking <laughs> hobby. I think uh, whoever chooses to do it, just do your research. Whoever chooses right. not to do it, do your research. Because I do know a couple of people who their sons have been um, circumcised. One being somebody in my family and they didn't cut enough skin, as you Mm -hmm. said. So more than likely, if this child decides to, you know, get that done again, when they're older, it's going to be a lot more painful than it was, you know, when they were a baby. And even then, let me tell you, after I had it done on Mateo, I fucking was like, why did I do this? Why did I do this to my child? Because it was just, oh, my God the side of it. I was like, this poor baby, why did mm-hmm. I do this to him? Yeah, there's a lot of things that could go wrong with it. But mm-hmm. I believe it's also on both ends of it, because there are guys that get infections because they don't yeah, wash properly. And then they transfer those infections to, to women. That they're so women, if you're constantly <laughs> plagued by UTIs, and you don't know why, that's probably why. <laughs> chances are... <laughs> Check if your you're, if your if your man has a turtleneck, it's probably <laughs> dirty and dingy. Mm-hmm. Unless he's with your sister, but that's besides the point. Here or there, I mean, even then, <laughs> that, that'll be just as dirty and dingy. Ew. So, moral of the story is: circumcised, not circumcised. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a shit? Everyone has their own preference, and that's it. Mm-hmm. I just look like. Once again, oh my God, we had a civil conversation. Holy shit. Stalker. Oh my God. That's actually wow. Wow. No name calling or anything, bitch. I mean, what? Fuck you. What? (laughs) No, see, civilized, completely civilized. (laughs) But no, seriously, people, like, grow the fuck up. Like, I I just, these mom wars, it's just, they they need a hobby. They really do. And and it's always the same argument. It's always one side who's like, oh, my God, you don't love your child if you do this. And another side saying, oh, my God, you want your child to get an infection that can kill them in the future if you do that. Like, it's just like, dude. They're just so fucking extra. Like, no exactly. Reason. I'm like, why are we going to such extremes here? It, it makes no sense at no all. No sense. Nope. Like, it, it, it's just, it's sad that women have to even bully each other in a fucking mom forum where mm-hmm. we should be supporting each other because being a mom is hard as it is. But no, you got to deal with all these fucking Karens and shit. Oh my God, you're a horrible mother. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't love your child. Oh, that's so disruptive. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. That's exactly, that's exactly how it is. And it's, it's horrible to know that there are so many mothers who aren't supportive of mothers when it's hard enough to be a mother. Like guys, nobody understands what we're going through, but other mothers, why are we going after each other so hard? Right. For dumb shit. For dumb dumb shit. shit. Because it makes dumb shit that absolutely makes no difference in our goddamn lives. At all. Now I can understand if, you know, a mother is fucking abusing her child, then you and me gonna fight. That's different. We gonna beat the shit out of her. But because she didn't want to circumcise her child or she circumcised her child, who gives a fuck? Mm-hmm. Who, really, who gives a fuck? How is it affecting 
here like at is all. that gonna stop him from going to school is that gonna stop him from being with somebody is that gonna stop him for getting a fucking job like being somebody and like who, who gives a fuck mm-hmm. who cares yep and then oh. oh i i will say that the creepiest ones though like i i put these in a category unto themselves the creepy ones who choose to circumcise because their future girlfriends would enjoy it and i'm just like uh that's creepy as fuck yeah i'm like that's kind of that's kind of virgin <laughs> on like so. i'm like child Who's... pedophilia kind of <laughs> Mm. I'm like, why are you so focused on your right on what genitals so far, like in down a- the line? Who gives sh- what? <laughs> there are women that think like, oh my yes, god, you're there are women. Sick. There are women who think like that. I seen- hi, doctor. How are you? I want to have my child circumcised because I want to make sure that Gloria in twenty thousand years from now has a pleasurable experience with his circumcised penis. Bitch, do you yep. do you hear how you sound? <laughs> exactly. And that's exactly what they would say. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm just like, ooh, you are in a category unto yourself, ma'am. Go sit yeah, in the corner. Yeah, you're not allowed in any of any side of this. Just <laughs> <No>. <laughs> both sides should come together and just be like, and ban them. get out. <laughs> yes. No. Mm-mm. That's disgusting. Yeah. That is disgusting. Please don't do that. Please <laughs> don't do that. That is gross. That's <laughs> Let's stick to the health reasons, the hygienic reasons, and the religious reasons on why you would want to do something like that. I can't even, uh, I can't, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I don't need, I don't even want him to ever have a girlfriend. <laughs> let it go, let it go. I'm getting you circumcised. So you, uh, uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is gross. Well, this was kind of anticlimactic. I thought this was going to be a lot fucking fiery. <laughs> I think it's because we agreed. Or I think it's because we have we common sense yeah. and we know how to talk like adults with each we other. We are civil. That's what it is. It's because we're civil uh, to each other. Like, yeah, well, to each other. Yes, civil but that's, that's kind of threading lightly in my case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, let's let's get to the one that I usually rage against, which is the helicopter versus oh, free range. I know here's, a lot of those. Here's my thing. Again, you do what you want to do with your child, but I've seen articles written by people that will list the benefits of helicopter parenting. Mm -hmm. But I am also a very, I guess, scientific type person. Mm -hmm. Like I need to know from specialists. Mm -hmm. Facts. Exactly. I'm a factual person. Mm -hmm. So I will actually read peer reviewed journal articles about how helicopter parenting actually does the opposite of what people think it's doing. Well, because it doesn't make a self-sufficient child. Because exactly. you're always fucking on this child's back. You don't even give them space to fucking breathe. Exactly. And that's 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 my issue with it. It's the fact that you are not allowing your child to experience any parts of life because you're so over them all the time time like give your child some freedom i'm not saying to let them run into the street right i mean it's one thing to be overprotective of your child or you know like being protect not overprotective being protective of your child Mm -hmm. and you know wanting to protect them from certain things that you know they don't need to experience or you know that that will keep them safe but it's another thing to be behind your fucking child as soon as they fucking fall you want to go and pick them up oh my god my baby oh my god god. like let them fall let 
them let them get hurt because how if they don't learn then they're not gonna know not to do it in the future it's the same thing like with the fucking stove it's hot don't touch it they touch it i told you it's hot they fucking learn (laughs) i guarantee you they won't touch it again exactly let me tell you a story I was in the park one time when my daughter was little. She was probably about five years old. And she, you know, these newfangled parks and all that, they don't have normal ladders or anything, oh, right? They have the little, the little twirly things, mm-hmm. little corkscrew things that you can climb. Right. She thought she can climb it. And she got scared. And so she's kind of stuck there. And I'm trying to tell, I'm coaxing her from right. the bottom. Like I'm, I'm under her, mm-hmm. but I'm telling her, you can do this just one foot after another. Right. You know, Teaching her, be self-sufficient. Exactly. You got tell this. Me, tell me how oh, God. this, this father who was on the bench oh, on his so phone or whatever. So he's a bitch. Okay. Yeah. He mm-hmm. actually came, climbed up the ladder to bring my daughter down. And I'm like, what are you doing? He was like, how are you going to let your child up there when she's screaming for you? Easy, because I'm teaching her a fucking valuable lesson. I'm like, one, don't ever fucking touch my child again. Like, who the fuck are you? And two, she needs to learn. I'm here. It's not like I'm disappeared. I'm like, you know, I'm not ignoring her. I'm here helping her. So yeah, needless to say, I was super pissed at this dude. And I'm just like, oh my God. I was like, because I'm not, you know, hovering over my child, you think you have the right to like, go get her? Like, what the hell? And and that's the thing, like, oh my God, these fucking parents, I can't, I can't deal. I'm the type of parent, let me tell you, Mateo and Kaylee learn how to walk because they learn how to walk. I was Mm -hmm. not going to be behind them. Oh my God, my little baby. No, get up, get up. Exactly. You're good. You're good. Dust it off. You're good. Exactly. And it's always, you know, not for nothing, but it's always at the park that these fucking parents feel that they can fucking just tell you how to Mm -hmm. fucking mom your child. Because I I remember one time Mateo, he was like, I want to say like 15 months old. He was running around. I'm telling him, don't run. Running around. And he fell, scraped his knee up. And I was like, I told you, don't run. And here's the mother. Oh, my God. I can't believe that she's over here telling him, I told you not to run instead of picking him up. The poor bitch. I'm like, bitch, if you don't shut the fuck up, I'm mm-hmm. going to make you cry. How about that? Yeah. Your little baby babble bullshit. Shut the fuck up. I I know grown adults who don't know how to do things on their own. Because their of own helicopter. Decisions. Right. Because of helicopter mm-hmm. parenting. Because, because their, their parents, parents always did, 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 yep. made the decisions for them. Exactly. All and the that's time. sad. That those are those are the adults that go out there into the world and they're so fucking sheltered. They don't know what the fuck. They don't know the difference between their fucking eyeball and the asshole. They're mm-hmm. just fucking I, I, I can't because there's a whole bunch of them. There's oh, a lot yep, of them out there's there. There's a lot. And it's like, how the fuck did you survive all these years? Like, oh, I'm sorry, because mommy held your hand. That's exactly it, what it is. Yeah, no. So me personally, I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm free I'm range. Either. Do what the fuck you got to do learn type of parent because at the mm-hmm. end of the day they need to learn they, they need do. to learn you can't just baby them all the time no nope. i mean don't get me wrong there are moments that you're gonna be like okay you know whatever but it's not like you're gonna be doing that all the time you're not gonna be fucking carrying your child until they're fucking 15 and a fucking child carrier you know let them go cut the cord yeah it's true. It's true. That's, like, that's why that's why you got some of these kids even today, men and women. Mommy, um, do you know? Shut the fuck up. You're married and you got children or your own and you're still calling your mama. Cut the fucking umbilical cord. Cut it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, knock it off. 
No, it's true. Like let your let your kid be a kid and stop trying to control every aspect of their life. Even even when it comes to playtime. Mm-hmm. You can't I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody tell my children, "Oh, you're coloring the wrong way." Who cares? I'm like, "Fuck, color however you want. You don't want to color, color in the line, line all the lines. Line. Shit, co- color on the fucking wall. I don't give a shit. You Just want do what a you purple, gotta do. You want a purple right. person? Have fun." Right. Like, like who my, gives a my, shit? my daughter literally paints on her wall and I'm like, all right, why not? Let your creativity run free. Let them be individuals. Like these mm-hmm. children are going to grow up one day. We're not going to be there and they're yeah. going to need to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Stop babying these fucking kids. Stop it. You're doing it more for you than you're doing it for your child. Mm-hmm. Knock it and, off. and it's just like, and again, it's, it's the same argument. It's, the helicopter parents telling the free range parents, well, you don't love your child enough because you're not protecting them. Oh, you're absolutely right. Can't fucking stand my kid. (laughs) Can't stand him. Yeah. And then the free range parents are telling the helicopter parents, well, at least I'm not suffocating my kid. And it just goes on and on. And it's like, look, you do what you got to do to raise your kid. But I actually have proof and like, you know, actual like peer reviewed journals saying that helicopter parenting is not the way to go. (laughs) But not only that, once again, mind your fucking business. Mm-hmm. Did that child come out of you? No. So shut the fuck up. No. And then mind the thing your is, own child. When I actually, because they'll send me articles like, oh, this is like, you know, website articles, not even like, mm-hmm. real, you know, that, you know, Mary mm-hmm. Sue in Alabama yeah. wrote. Mm-hmm. And I'll read it because I'm one of those people where I'm just not going to blindly disagree with something. I'll read it. I'll, you know, educate myself. Mm-hmm. To see their but point then, of view. But then I'll send them peer reviewed journals and they're like, well, I'm not going to read that. Then it's like, because mm. they don't, they don't like to hear the facts. They don't. They don't like to hear the facts. No. Nope. At the end of the day, if it's scientifically proven, if mm. there are facts to back this up, bitch, what yeah. you're saying is nonsense. It so is. shut up. <laughs> and, and it's true. Like what you said, every, every one of these journal articles all state that by helicopter parenting, you are making it sure that your child grows up not self-sufficient. It's true. And I, I've witnessed many of them. I mm-hmm. know some to this day, them and their fucking child is a repeat fucking cycle. This mm-hmm. child can't fucking breathe the wrong way with, uh, oh my God, what happened? Yeah. He, he sighed. What, what happened? Like he, he didn't do anything, but just, <sighs> did I miss something? Uh, did he have a fucking asthma mm-hmm. attack? What was going on? And it's no, seriously, like, Look, like uh, get over my- it. My son had his own bedroom when he was one and I baby proofed it. So I know what's in his bedroom. And I used to have parents online tell me like, how can you leave him alone in his bedroom? Cause it's his fucking bedroom. Right. Like what the fuck? Why do I need to be in his bedroom? Right. He's fine. Mm-hmm. Like he's just playing with his toys. Exactly. Oh my God. But what if the, what if this falls on him or that falls on him? Then it I falls know, and he'd be okay. <laughs> I know what's on his, I know what's in his bedroom. Like whatever falls on him, it's not going to kill him. And you know what? It it makes me think like these parents, especially if they're married to other parents who are not helicopter parents. So like if it's a helicopter parent and a free free range parent, I want to be there for these fights because I can can only imagine. Mm -hmm. I can only imagine. Can you I mean, I I can't I can't picture being in a, you know, relationship and I'm like, all right, you'll be all right. Oh, but she's shut the fuck up. Mm -hmm. Put your panties on and shut up. 
because mm-hmm. no, they they'll be all right. Kids are very, you know, they they get into all kinds of shit. And they're going to learn the hard way sometimes. Yeah. But it's not like we're going to throw them into fucking traffic. Like, oh, that's a moving car. It's going to hit you and you're going to die. This is not what we're saying. We're just saying like if they fall and scrape their knee, they'll be all right. They, Mm -hmm. They knew next time maybe I should slow down. If there's fire and you tell them, hey, don't touch that. It's hot. And they put their finger up. See? You got burned. Look, we'll let me do tell it you. Next time, would you? I, when I was little, I put a pin right in a socket. Don't I, do that. Well, no, I, I put a, I put a spoon. I put a pin right in the socket. I electrocute, I electrocuted the shit out of myself. But you know what? I never did it again. Never did. And I mean, granted, that's why I probably have the issues I do now. But that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> we both electroshocked ourselves. Hmm. <laughs> but that makes I've a lot of sense for a again. lot of things in my life. Maybe if I do it again, maybe it'll correct everything. <laughs> You know, hardwired, what it hardwired before. (laughs) But yeah, no, I mean, they they make it seem like we're going to throw them off a cliff and be like, oh, you fell. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. And and that's their art. Like they go again, they go to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Oh, so you're saying you're going to let your child run inside of, you know, a highway traffic just because. That's exactly what I'm saying. I'm I'm going to put them right in the middle of the cross Bronx and have them cross the fucking street and wait for a a red light. Exactly. Dumb fucks. I mean, how fucking ridiculous do you sound? Like, listen to yourself. All the time. Listen to yourself. It's, Uh oh, oh, the best ones are. So, you know, like they have like the baby swim schools that people teach like little infants how to swim. And I find those to be very educational and i absolutely because in a blink of an eye a child can fall in a pool and that'll be that Mm -hmm. so you know these classes i remember this one girl that you know in the the public pool that they have over here they had the classes for the little babies Mm -hmm. so you know she's doing the classes and of course this fucking karen comes up how dare you how dare you do that to that poor oh, child? Oh, yeah. Um, because I'm trying to make sure my child doesn't die if they mm-hmm. fall in a fucking pool. Oh, that is just torturous. Bitch, let me drown you. That'll make my day. Mm-hmm. Let, let's do that. Throw your child in the pool and see if they can swim. Yep. Exactly. Throw your child in the pool, see if they can swim. Because I know mine can. And the thing is, no, I think what irks me about all of this is that they never do the research that will disprove what they believe because they don't want to exactly they only, they only look for the stuff that validates them right and, and says look see i was right all along right. with no facts to it yes at all mm-hmm. it's basically like you said some person in fucking wisconsin writing a fucking article and it's yeah. like oh no you see she wrote it so it's true exactly well this doctor wrote this with <laughs> exactly. this back with this these facts that back it up so yep and then they'll the oh no I don't believe in science. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, that's the other thing. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's a whole another story. A whole another ball game. Who don't get me started with that bullshit? Mm. Please, 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 for the love of God, let your children be individuals. Let them be self sufficient. Let them learn. Mm-hmm. Let them do things on their own. If they're playing, let them enjoy playtime on their own. If However they ch- want. Right. However they want. Right. You want to play with a noodle? Here's a noodle. Go play with it. If you want the monster truck to get a wig and a makeover, by all means. They're children. They have a wild Mm -hmm. imagination. Don't you remember when you were little and you used to talk to the purple elephants? Come on. We all did. No, maybe me. Okay. But that's besides the point. 
just let them be kids. Let them enjoy their childhood. Let them just be, you know, themselves. They're mm-hmm. little people. Yeah. They have to grow into their own. They have to learn. That's you why don't, we have all yeah. these fucking Jeffrey Dahmers out there because their fucking parents don't want to leave them alone. You don't have to hover over them every minute of every day. Let them have some independence. Mm-hmm. Let them yep. learn because they will turn out to be self-sufficient yes. adults. They will be fine. Who don't have to worry about, you know, what Nothing. their mommy says. At all. At all. I mean, are you going to be wiping your child's ass to their fucking 50? Because I wouldn't put it past some mothers out there to be like, yes, because I'm his mom and I should. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually very agreeable because, yeah, I can see it happening. Exactly. I would have put I it can past. see it happening. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what's our next topic? Oh, here's another one. Cry it out versus soothing. And we're talking about babies, like infant children. Hmm. Where do you fall? That's kind of hard because I don't like hearing my babies cry. But at the same time, I don't want to pick them up every time that they cry. So I didn't pick them up every time that they cried. There were times that they just kept crying, kept crying, and I was fucking tired. I was over it. I'm like, listen, we're going to sleep. But for the most part, I think I did more of the, the cried out method. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of weird because I didn't, I don't want to say that I soothed them, except Kaylee. Kaylee was spoiled. I'm not even going to fucking front <laughs> on that one. She was spoiled. That little heifer, from the day that she left the hospital, she used to sleep on my chest and she slept on my chest for a whole freaking year because anytime I would put her down, she would freaking wail. Now, here's the thing. I also believe it's because I had the postpartum depression that I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm holding you. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. As far as Mateo. Well, then again, Mateo wasn't really a, a crier. And when he did cry, I was like, you'll be all right. Here's your pacifier. And he was fine. Mm-hmm. But Kaylee, on the other hand, that she's a crybaby. She's a crybaby to this day. But I'm like, um, you'll be all right. Stop the crying. So I don't know. I think it all de- depends on the circumstance. Um, when when my daughter was born, because it was quite a while ago, the the common method was cry it out. And considering I had to start work after six weeks. Mm-hmm. yeah I had to like get her on a schedule quick right. so I would mm-hmm. do the cry it out and it would break my heart though because mm-hmm. I would hear her cry right for a long time mm-hmm. and I was just like this is very heartbreaking but I need sleep because I have mm-hmm. to wake up at this time like I'm you know I'm starting work then it came out a few years later why cry it out is not good it's something about like it messes with the neurological or something like that Mm -hmm. and i could see that being possible but i also didn't go to the extreme with my son where i picked him up every time he cried right so i found an in-between method where it was like you let them cry for two or three minutes you Mm -hmm. go in Without picking them up, mm-hmm. you just soothe them, whether That's it's like the, patting yeah, their butt right, or right. rubbing their back. And, you know, and that's how you keep doing it. And then that's what I did with my son, which actually ended up working out pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's another thing where it's like, look, at the end of the day, we need sleep. So, you know, my, so here's the thing. Like, I can understand the cry it out method 
in like, how can I put it? Like in short instances, like you're not going to mm-hmm. have your baby crying for like five hours straight. That's excessive. Yeah. That's fucking excessive. But if your child, you put your child down and they're crying for, you know, five minutes or whatever, they'll be okay. Yeah. And it's not going to do anything to them. And I know a lot of people, they're like, oh, the cried out method, it leads to children what's feeling of abandonment they're a fucking listen listen <clears throat> like i said as long as they're not fucking crying for like 10 hours you're not just sitting there looking at them like are you gonna shut up mm-hmm. are you gonna shut up like 10 hours later they'll be okay five minutes of crying even 10 minutes of crying they'll be all right mm-hmm. but like i said with my daughter so she was born prematurely and from the hospital she literally slept on my chest the whole time And there was a whole lot of factors going into that shit, but that's beside Mm -hmm. the point. But at like about, I want to say like 11 months when she was a year old, she started sleeping on her own. She was fine. Mm -hmm. And and when she used to cry, I used to give her a toy and she used to self-soothe. So, I mean, I I can see, I can see both Both sides. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I can see like parents that would allow their child to cry it out because they don't want their child to get accustomed to getting picked up or Mm -hmm. whatever. But then on the flip side, you don't necessarily have to pick your child up for them every every single time. Right. To soothe them. There's like you said, there's different methods Mm -hmm. to help them soothe themselves. Rather it be like their favorite uh, blankie or a toy or their passy or whatever music there's different methods so i mean like i said i see both sides of the spectrum Mm -hmm. i do too i think i think for me when what what kind of like solidified my middle of the of the road type solution when my son was born was because i read an article about this orphanage in china and because there's so many babies that are are essentially abandoned. abandoned and what would happen is that there would be so many babies not enough helpers and so these babies would cry for hours and it got to the point where they realized that them crying wasn't going to help them and so they just stopped crying like completely and it ended up becoming silent in an orphanage full of infants because wow. of the fact that and it was just I was crying. I mean, I also had just given birth. So (laughs) those birth hormones. (laughs) Exactly. But it was just so heartbreaking. And I remember like shortly after that, um, I started to have to drive to pick my daughter up from school and I would be stuck in traffic for an hour with my son crying in the back and I'm driving crying because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want him to be quiet and never cry again. <laughs> oh, I like, can see it already. I, I can see it already. Crying. I don't want him to stop crying. I'm sorry. So what did you do? Like hip, hip turn around, smack him so you can cry some more? No, <laughs> no but no, I definitely, I get it. Like I can see both sides to it. But I think there is a point where the cry it out method leads to some kind of like safety issue or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Some kind of child neglect, because like I said, you're not going to leave your child just in a fucking crib or wherever, sitting wherever and just crying and crying and crying Mm -hmm. till they're basically raspy. They can't even cry anymore. That that's abuse. That's abuse. Exactly. Exactly. But I feel like, again, 
with with normal people who right. are not necessarily neglecting their child. They just feel anytime their child cries, they want to pick them up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I, I feel that. like I feel like you need a balance. Like, yeah. it's okay to leave them crying. Mm-hmm for a little bit and then as far as like we said with soothing there's different methods of soothing mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to pick them up to soothe them there's yeah. other means that you can there's other means that you can try mm-hmm. so i think in this instance i'm like in the middle i'm dead smack in the middle because i don't want to say exactly like you know hell yeah let your fucking child cry it out fuck that kid or mm-hmm. you know oh no pick them up and soothe them because then that's basically leading you to start the the helicopter parenting because exactly. that's how, that's how it starts exactly <laughs> that's how it starts that's a that's a good one that's a very good like segue into you know that mm-hmm. other topic that we spoke about because it's true it is it's because once you start oh my god the baby's crying gotta pick him up gotta pick him up now yep. he's you know and it, that's going to be an every time thing. So mm-hmm. now it's like, oh, no, anytime that they do this, I'm picking them up. They're crying. I'm picking them up. Oh, they felt picking them up. Yep. No, that. Yeah. So I definitely feel that that leads to the, you know, into the that way of the helicopter parent. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm going to have to go split down the middle with this one. I'm very <laughs> split down the middle with it as well, because it's true. It's like and I feel like, you know, I. I learned a lot and, and yeah, you don't want to cause trauma to your child, but then you also don't want to fucking spoil them. So it has to be, like you said, a balance of the two. Oh, and don't ever say that in a a mom group. God forbid you say, I don't want to spoil my kid. Forget it. Oh yeah. Oh my God. You're in the fucking baby. A baby doesn't get spoiled. They a don't, baby yeah, they does just, get spoiled. They just want love. They get spoiled. Okay. <laughs> they get spoiled. Believe me. I had a whole year of it <laughs> sleeping on my fucking chest because she didn't want to sleep in her crib. They get spoiled. <laughs> so yeah, don't, I wish, I wish, I wish a bitch would. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so in that, in that category, I think for a parent, you need to assess the situation. So if your child, and, and then it could also be other factors why your child is crying. It's not necessarily, exactly. you know, so you have to know your child and know what's going on. They could have colic. They mm-hmm. can, you know, maybe constipated. Maybe they have gas. They have, there's, especially with babies. Babies is like, you don't know what the hell. You just look at them like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. They don't talk. Like they're, they like they're going to talk back to you like, uh, mom, I'm gassy. No, they'll just, so (laughs) you have to basically, you know, be able to know your child, assess your child. If you know Mm -hmm. that your child doesn't cry like that on a daily basis, then more than likely there's something wrong. Maybe they're sick. So, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't let your child cry for fucking 10 hours, but also don't (laughs) pick up your child after 10 seconds. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And if they are crying, try something other than picking them up. Try singing to them. Try patting mm-hmm. their butt. Try like rubbing their back. Do something mm-hmm. other than pick them up. Let that be a last resort. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because, you know, soothing, you know, soothe your back. You know, sometimes babies just want to be just rubbed down. Mm-hmm. Like me. I want to be rubbed down sometimes. Who doesn't like a good, like, you know what I love? I love when like in, in the somebody hair. in the oh, hair. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will. I, it doesn't matter if I'm getting my hair washed. Nope. It doesn't matter if somebody's playing in my hair. Yep. My daughter sometimes will come up and she'll, and I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, oh, that feeling is so freaking amazing. It is. I'm the same. I fall asleep when, like, oh, at the hairdresser. Absolutely. Especially when, when they like, do that, that scratch. Or... Oh. oh, yeah. And they just, oh, Lord. <laughs> The only time Lori does is when I'm doing her hair. Then she's screaming like a baby. Oh, then then we have to. You are pulling it out of its roots, okay? <laughs> then I have to let her cry it out. <laughs> There's no soothing her. It's like, listen, get over it. You're so mean. Get over it. You'll be fine. Look at you. You grew up into a competent adult. <laughs> Who doesn't get their hair done out of hairdresser no more. That's not my fault. <laughs> That is not my fault, people. Don't let her don't let her fool you into thinking that was I did her hair twice, once, I think it was twice. It might have been twice. Three mm -hmm. times. Okay. So I there was only one time that it was painful. Yes. Yes. Okay, you see? Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because the other times I just straightened it. That was the only time I did the twisting. Without wait, straightened it with us like a straightening iron. Yes, because or... I don't know how to blow dry. Okay, then good. Then yes. Okay, that was the one time. Because blow drying. Oh, my when hair they burn your scalp. To, yes. Oh, I know. And then my hairdresser's like, oh, you'll be fine. I'm like, like, bitch, you just oh. third degree burned my scalp. What is wrong with you? And then you or can't touch it for like, oh, it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> and they do that with like the tip of my ear. Oh, yes. Yes. I'm like, like it never fails. It's always they they always why how the how the hell did we get into the fucking burning of the salt? <laughs> oh, that's right. I was telling you, cry it out, you know, you'll be all right. Self-soothing and all that shit. But no, seriously, they fucking just burned the shit out of you all the fucking time. This, listen, this is mom life cry. This is what happens when me and Lori started fucking our ADHD just keeps going and then we're just fucked. It's like one fucking oh, what bird? <laughs> we literally went from soothing scalp massages to being burnt on the ear but besides the point dumb fucking dominicans be burning the shit out of me and i that's why i don't go to them anymore i do my own hair i have so many scars it's okay i'll rub your back <laughs> okay you rub my back i'll play in your hair okay sounds like a plan <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, moving on. Our last Ah, uh, yes. Our last topic for round 2 because yes, ladies and gents and people, we have 3 rounds planned so far, but you moms keep talking in those groups and, and we may have a lot more. It keeps growing. <laughs> it keeps growing. Exactly. Y'all just don't know how to shut up. No. Y'all just adding fuel to the fire. Y'all love for me to tell you to shut the fuck up and mind your goddamn business. Because this is what I'm going to tell you all the fucking time. Yep. Shut the fuck up and mind your goddamn business. Exactly. What one person does doesn't bother you. You're not fucking feeding or loving on them. So what the fuck does it matter? Yep. So keep talking about those irrational things that, you know, right. you have built up in your head about how somebody else. Unless you're a kids. helicopter parent and then grow the fuck up. Grow yep. up. Damn it. Leave your child alone. <laughs> And going back. So oh, yeah, sorry about that. Once again, <laughs> off on a tandem. Tangent. Tangent. That's what I meant. Tangent. Tandem. Ta whatever. You know what I meant. Listen, my mind is going about 80 miles per hour right now. I have fucking 
helicopter parenting. I have self-soothing. I have hair massages, burns. Everything is going through my mind right now. So yeah, cool. <laughs> Moving along. Our last topic is co-sleeping versus a crib in their own room. Okay, so I'm more for a child sleeping on their own, but I have co-slept with both of my kids, but it wasn't my fault. We didn't have enough room for a crib in their own room, so they had to fucking share with me. <laughs> but I, once again, I think that just, um, that just helps the child become an individual and just like, because at the end of the day, these two children, they don't want to leave me to fuck alone. <laughs> I can't get them out of my bed. Even when they sleep in their own, they want to come and just fucking be in my bed. Leave me alone. Y'all done slept with me long enough. So, I mean, I honestly think for like the first couple of weeks when the child is born, I don't know about co-sleeping. Co-sleeping is what? When they sleep in the bed with you or they sleep in the room so, with you? So there's, there's three different categories, right? You have co-sleeping, which is, they sleep in a bassinet next to your bed. Mm -hmm. You have bed sharing, which is mm -hmm. when they're in your bed. And okay. then you have a crib in their own room, which is essentially. So in this particular case, when I say co-sleep, I mean either co uh, bed sharing or a bassinet right next to you. So I kind of feel like in the first couple of weeks when the baby is born, I, I, I think it's okay to co-sleep only because since you're still getting used to some kind of like regimen with this child, you know, so I don't know, like you just gave birth to this, this child was inside of your stomach for nine months. It, it, it'd be kind of hard for me to just be like, all right, you out of me, go the fuck to your room. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Fucking Spartan kick them right into the next Listen, room. <laughs> crotch goblin, get the fuck out. Right. Yeah, this is Sparta. No, like... You, you carried this baby for nine months. So, I mean, I could understand that you want your, your own like sleeping space. You want your own time. But at the end of the day, you're going to have to walk across a fucking hallway to go and get that child when they're crying anyway. <laughs> Might as well keep them right next to you. So you just pick them up <laughs> or soothe them because, you know, don't want them fucking like, you know, crying for like 10 hours. <laughs> um, as far as like bed sharing, that's always scared me because I've heard, you know, especially with like um, SIDS and mm -hmm. the way s certain people sleep, they could just roll over on the fucking baby. And it, mm -hmm. it's, that's just a scary situation. But like having a bassinet in your room and having your baby there, even if it's like a month. But after that, because after a month, I'm pretty sure you're already into a certain type of rhythm with your child. But mm -hmm. for like that first month, I feel like cold sleeping is OK with my daughter she slept in our room basically because we only had but one bedroom so it's not like i was gonna put her in basically. the bathroom or anything. exactly right yeah, yeah. Just go sleep in the tub bitch i'll see you later holla if you need me exactly. <laughs> and then when she finally did get her own room she was about six months old so it was natural like all right yeah. you're ready sleeping through the night with my son, it was the first time where he had his own room, but we still kept him in the room for the first, I think it was like three months until I knew that he was right. sleeping through the night where I didn't have to get up. I think that's a perfect example. Yeah. Once that they're sleeping through the night, I think they, they, they should be fine on their own. Exactly. And, and it was fine. Bed sharing, like you, I... I'm terrified of it. I'm a crazy sleeper. My husband's a crazy sleeper. Like he knocks me. Have in the you head. seen my titties? I would <laughs> fucking suffocate these children. Listen, 
It was enough. I was scared to breastfeed them, let alone you want me to sleep next to them. They, they listen, they'll be part of the bed frame. <laughs> exactly. Now so I my, know that they have all these like beds that you can put in the bed. You yes. really think that that's going to stop me from rolling over them? Nope. Like I barely have room for my husband and I right. in our bed and we have a queen size. Like I can't right. imagine anything else being in our bed. Yes. Yeah. Now here's the thing. I, again, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like, whatever's better for your family. Exactly. Whatever, like it does, it makes no difference to me. Mm-hmm. However, I, my issue with bed sharing is especially if, you know, you have other kids or uh, to me, and this is, this is me personally. One, I love my space. I do. I, I don't even like when my husband cuddles me in the middle of the night. What, what like, is this space, space that you speak of? Because <laughs> I would, I would like, can, can I order that on Amazon? Is it overnightable? I want one or two, maybe. Like when I'm sleeping, like, don't touch me. Don't like, just stay away. Two, I love my sleep. I don't want a child, you know, crawling all over me in the middle of the night. Once I, again, I, what's that? <laughs> It sounds marvelous. <laughs> like I didn't even like when my cat used to do it. So, but I think for me, the most important thing is my husband and my bed is our bed. It's our sanctuary. It's where we go to be intimate for, you know, here's my thing that I understand for people who have, who do bed share with their kids. Where are you fucking on the bed with their kids. Yeah, I'm like, mm, on no. the bed with their kids. <laughs> Little Timmy is over there facing the wall, and mommy's getting it from the back while daddy's spooning her. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I yep. can't. I can't. <laughs> like, to me, I'm just like, that's, and especially if you have other kids, maybe other kids who chose to sleep in their own rooms. Like, it's not like you're going to be fucking on the couch because then anybody can really catch you. And, in my opinion, fucking on the bed with little Timmy slipping next to you. How are you going to get aroused that way? Like to me, I'm like, that's not sexy. <laughs> Listen, there's a lot of people to do it. And no, that's, I'm sorry. No, like I, I'm not judging ish, but no. <laughs> <laughs> she said judging ish. <laughs> Bitch, you was nasty is what she's trying to say. <laughs> can you ride the wave when little Timmy is laying right there next to you? Oh, poor little Timmy. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Like, you know, sometimes I want to be loud. Like I can't be loud. If I know I got to wake up a kid. No, I'm sorry. Like you, you know, the kids that, that see and hear their fucking, their parents fucking cause they, they will let it be known. I heard you. You were saying, Oh God. Oh God. Mm. Those always crack me to fuck up. They crack me up. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what was you doing? Yeah. And so for me personally, our bed is our place to be intimate and I don't want nobody up in our intimacy. (laughs) Right. Right. And that's perfect. That makes perfect sense. Now on the flip side, I, unfortunately, I, I do sleep with Mateo because Mateo is autistic. Mm -hmm. Now his thing is that he's an, he's an escape artist. Mm Mm-hmm. He likes to try to open windows, try Mm. to open doors when people are sleeping. Even though I put locks and stuff all over the place, he knows how to open them. So it gives me a peace of mind to know that he's in my room and he's not going anywhere. Because if I put him in his room, he will be down the street 
see that's understandable that's a valid reason but not everybody has that reason they're right. just like no i'm not ready for my baby to be in their own room you yeah, know believe me like, if i I'm can like- put him in his room if i could put listen so because he sleeps in my bed kaylee likes to be in her room she plays in her room all the time of course she wants to come and sleep with mommy too because mateo is here right so like i said what is space what is space and what is sleep because i wake up with a foot in my face i wake up with a foot on my back i the cricks and the cracks that i have not even ben gay could fix see that's why i can't do it i can't do it call me selfish it's not being selfish listen if i could i would like right now we're in the process of making kaylee her room and i know that once she has her room she's gonna want to be in her room all the time and hey that's great now, like I said, with Mateo, we'd have to do a lot more precautions if we put him in his room because he will open a window. Mm. He's he's he'll be out. And then I'll be like, holy shit. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm definitely going to have to put a camera in his room to keep an eye. And that's the other thing. He likes to climb. Mm. He's not um, one of his things is that he's not afraid of things. So right. like. Uh, fire or knives or like heights or anything like that. He's not afraid of it. He right. will literally climb on his bed and try to hang from the fucking fan in his room. Oh, sounds like me. Okay, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> she came in like a wrecking ball. Look, but, okay, I might have done some stupid shit as a kid listen, because I can I just curious. imagine the shit that you did. <laughs> I'm surprised I'm alive. I'll be honest. I am surprised I survived childhood. But Again, you have valid reasons. I I don't understand how Mary Sue in Kentucky still cannot let her, her fifteen child... year old not, exactly not, like at this point that's your boyfriend. Old. What are you doing? <laughs> 15, what are you exactly. doing? Exactly. Yeah. Like no. eventually, it's just like really, right. and then their poor husband is like on the couch, and then haven't like... haven't seen or touched or smelled a pussy. Yeah, and about like. 15 years exactly exactly mm-hmm. i'm like i don't understand like how do you have a marriage where you're not intimate with each other and you're giving your child free reign of the place where you got, the only place that you can be intimate right. with them right and then I mean, you know okay i mean you know what look if you are a family that bed shares and you're fucking your husband in the farm out back by all means because at least you're still intimate or in the bathroom where exactly. you're not you know little timmy is not exactly. being fucking if, exposed if you're to getting all the chemicals that are being put on that bed if, if you're getting because you know the next morning little timmy is going to be eating the cheerios off of that spot exactly. and cheerios is not the only thing he's going to be eating exactly cheerio encrusted exactly exactly so yeah, mommy, if, look frosted flakes if you're one of those that bed shares and gets creative about where they fuck by all means, because right. at least you're still getting that. But if you're one of the ones that are bed sharing and, and fucking on the bed, all no, that oh, well, that too. If you're doing that or not fucking at all, ever, anywhere, then there's a problem. Let yeah. your child sleep in their own room, please. 100%. 100%. Yeah, if there's not a reason for you to have that child in your bed, that, that child should not be in your bed. So, okay, what do you, what age would you give bed sharing? Like, this is it. You need to get the fuck out of my bed. Okay, if, if I was a bed sharer and I was creative with, you know, where I'm doing things, mm-hmm. then I would honestly give it to 
five. Okay. But yeah. After five. Which what is what Kaylee is, and she's I mean she's ready for her. that bitch was ready for her own room at like two years two years old. Yeah. So okay, if they're ready for their own room before that, by all means, here you go. Right. But if but yeah, not, I think I think five is a is a good cutoff. Yeah, five I, I, on your fifth birthday, you're getting Spartan kicked out. Right. No, you're you're getting an eviction notice. Exactly. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> You've been evicted. Exactly. <laughs> But exactly. yeah, no. And then, I mean, that also that also puts, you know, your relationship on the line because, yeah. I mean, uh, let's call a spade a spades. If you're not getting it here, you're getting it somewhere else. So mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's one thing to, like, you know, you put your kids first and you're sleeping with your kids, but if you ain't giving no sucky sucky, Sally Sue down the block is giving sucky sucky. It's your exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm sorry, but... I don't want to, I don't want to hear parent. I don't want to hear women who are like, oh my God, but if my husband was, you know, if he loves me and if he's, you know, dedicated to Is our he's marriage supposed vows, to wait like 16 years to hello, get some? Just because you're not <laughs> interested in it. There's only but so much that a hand can do. <laughs> exactly. Eventually I'm going to be like, you know what? I get it. I, I get it. You cheated on me because I wasn't fucking you for three years. I get it. I, right. I can't hate. Okay? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly <laughs> so you know it is what it is Look, poor poor fucking little timmy over here hitting all kinds of sounds he shouldn't be hearing listen get him out the bed get him out the bed okay now you know we're we're talking if you have the room because i mean yes. let's, let's face the facts exactly. if you have especially the room. now in these economic times there's people yes. that don't have the means to have a two, absolutely three bedroom so if, if it is a fact that, you know, you're you're in a one bedroom apart, uh, apartment or one bedroom house or whatever the case may be, there's only but so much that you can do. Absolutely. So, you know, that's what that that goes in the exceptions category. Just right. like, you know, if like you said, if your son is autistic and, you know, or disabled, any kind of disability. Exactly. Yeah, those are understandable. But reasons. if you have a well able child who can talk to you like a grown ass person. Mm-hmm. They can sleep in their own bed. Yes. They can sleep in their own bed. Yes. I mean, I, I yeah, there's going to be days that they have a little nightmare and they're going to sneak in your bed or whatever. And they, that's fine. That's fine. But not every day. No. Not every day. Especially mm-hmm. when they're 21 years old. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> no. No. And the thing is, there are people like that. They will sleep with their child at like yep. 13, 14, 15. Do you know what happens when a boy hits 13, 14, 15? Mm-hmm. Um, ill? There's, there's some more juices on that bed that I wouldn't want to know. <laughs> and it ain't daddy's. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just mixing a pot here. Just, you know, a mixed cocktail, if you will. <laughs> so, yeah. No. So am I for co-sleeping? I guess I'm going to have to say it all depends. Yeah. If it's an able-bodied child then I'm going to say co-sleeping in a bassinet for like the first couple of months until they're sleeping on their own. I think that's okay. And then you can move them to their own room. If you want to sleep with them until they're about like, you know, four or five years old, I I find that to be okay as well. But Mm -hmm. after that, like, come on, come on. Exactly. You know what I would give to sleep by myself? Oh my God. Just, just the thought of that is euphoria. Oh, Jesus. Oh, the daydreams. That yeah, I, have. I, again, the only time I slept with my children is if they had a nightmare. 
Mm-hmm. But even then, from the get, they knew my bed was my bed. Right. And their bed is their bed. And, and you know, you know what's so crazy? I was actually looking up because I'm like, listen, I need my bed back. <laughs> I was looking up like different things for like children that have autism. I know they have this bed that like, I think you can lock. Well, I don't want to lock my child. <laughs> what kind of shit is this? I am not going to lock my child up in a bed. It literally, you lock him in I've there. I've seen those. Yeah. Like a glorified cage. Basically. No, no, I'm not putting my child in a dog cage. It's Give, it's give him a little happening. hamster bottle. So right. Drink water. <laughs> a little bowl with some snacks. Yeah, no, absolutely not. And then, like I said, you know, I've, I've looked into, I'm definitely, if I ever did give him his room, he would have, you know, a camera and motion sensors and all that shit on the, on the window. But it's just like, what happens if like one night I'm just like, pass the fuck out and I can't hear shit. And then I'm going to be like, oh, here we fucking go. Here we go. Here's my tail down the fucking block in the neighbor's house, fucking, you know, riding scooters. Like, yeah. You, you know, Mateo's always been tall for his age. When he was yeah. two years old, he literally opened the door. I, I was at the supermarket. Mm-mm, mm. You know. <laughs> um, and, and, and he wasn't left alone. Right. <laughs> I come home and he's sitting in the lawn. Oh, my God. I would have freaked the fuck out. Yeah. So, you know, my little escape artist. I, I think what I'm going to start doing is because eventually I want him to be independent. I mean, even though he's never going to, you know, fully be fully be, but I want him to at least have his own space. Like if he wants to go and sleep in his own room, because he likes being in his room, he likes going in there and playing. But then when it comes to sleep time, I'm like, Nope, get your ass over here. Because Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to get a knock on my door. Like, um, is this your son? Cause he's in my house. (laughs) Um, but I'm probably going to like, you know, lay in there with him until he falls asleep mm-hmm. and then set up all the contraptions, you know, the mousetrap at the door and the mm-hmm. sensor and all this and the, the, you know, the lasers and all that, because I'm going to need all that with this 007 child. Yeah, pretty much. So, you know, just that, I mean, so he can have his own space too. We all need our own space. Mm-hmm. Mommy, especially. I agree. I, I, parents need their space. Kids need their space. Mm-hmm. It's okay. To so, them their own am space, I guys. am I into co-parenting or crib? I mean, I guess I'm a little bit of both. It all depends. Once again, it's it's the a whole, situation, right? It's the right. Base, it's based on the situation. But like you said, if if you have an able-bodied child that you don't have to worry about escaping, mm-hmm. or with no disability whatsoever, and they're perfectly fine being in their own room, right? Put them in their own room exactly like if they're ready to be in their own room give them their own room right don't hold on to them and that's the other i mean and once again look we're having a conversation and nobody's yelling and cursing each other out and none of that because we're parents we both deal with different shit she Mm -hmm. mothers her way i mother my way i'm not gonna bash her for how she mothers she's not gonna bash me for how i mother and no mother should. Nobody should be bashing anybody. Like, I nope. just, I really don't understand it. I try to wrap my head around it, and I just can't. I don't get the fucking point to it. What do you get out? What do you gain? What do you get out of it? Does uh-huh. that, does that yep. tickle your pickle? Does that, you know, tickle your lady bits? It makes you happy to just, Again, like... I, and I feel like it's the same argument from one extreme side, which right. is... Well, if you don't want to sleep with your child, then you're selfish and you don't love them. them. 
And it's always that. It's you always never that. love them. Exactly. You never love them enough. You're right. I can't stand this crotch goblin. Get them out of my face. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. No. All the time. It, All the time. Like that. I'm like, and I sit there like, is that your only argument? Like, that's but the then, only thing. But then if you flip it on them and you're like, obviously you don't love your child enough because you, instead of you taking the time to be with them right now, you're on here trying to argue with mom. Then oh, how dare you say I don't love my child? Well, bitch, mm-hmm. how dare you say I don't love my fucking child? Yeah, fuck? exactly. <laughs> it was both ways. <laughs> if it ain't the fucking kettle, man, shut the fuck up. If it ain't the pot calling the kettle black. There you go. It's, yes. it's annoying. Like, come on. It Just is. get over yourselves. Live mm-hmm. your life. Leave everybody else alone. Shut yep. the fuck up. Yep. Move along. Get Absolutely. a dildo. They work. Uh, I mean. <laughs> I'm. Some of them need it. Some of them need some it. Some of them really do. Their husbands are over their shit. And this, listen, they, they have pleasure parties. You can go get one from there. You can do it the old-fashioned way like me and Lori did and go to the store. Yeah. I mean, do something with your life. Go, or, go fucking you know, crochet. Uh, do your husband. Watch a movie. Yeah, that too. He's probably tired of her shit, though. He's probably like, listen, <laughs> don't send that bitch over here. I don't want to co-sleep <laughs> with her either. <laughs> send that bitch to her own room. <laughs> True. Let her cry it out. <laughs> Pretty much. A lot of the a lot of these husbands are fucking over their shit. They're like, listen, mm-hmm. listen, Linda, I'm done. They've yeah. done checked out. Exactly. I felt bad for them. I, I do. did too. Because, you know, there's some of them that they, they want some loving and they don't get it because, you know, the child comes first and, you know, that's another episode for another day. But oh, and it, I, I, okay. Side note, really quick, because yes, I, I really think that we should do that for another day, but it drives me up the wall, up the fucking wall when you have mothers who are like, well, if my husband understood, then he would wait 18 years so we have our time Absolutely together. Otherwise, not. otherwise, he's just an asshole and I don't need him in my life. And well, I'm good. Like, Leave the man alone. Let him move, let him move on because that is very fucking selfish. Mm-hmm. That is very selfish. And you then, can't and then, expect and then, anyone. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, and my husband agrees with me too. I'm like, no, they I don't. bet you he don't. No, the he fuck doesn't. they don't. He's scared of you. He don't want to fucking, he, listen, he's like, this bitch is batshit crazy. Let me just nod and smile. <laughs> nod and smile. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's going to go and do Kelly in his office under right. the table. Because he's tired of fucking Madison shit. Listen, you there. There's only but so much. You can't blame them. You, you cannot at all. And I, I like I. And we discussed this last time. Yeah, you love your kids, but mm-hmm. you you have to prioritize yourself and your spouse or yep. boyfriend or partner or whatever. Because at the end of the day, they're gonna grow up. They're gonna get the fuck out, and then you y'all gonna look at each other like, who are you? Yeah. Well, exactly. I didn't. I didn't know you like pasta. Oh well, yeah, I've always liked pasta. Oh well, I never knew that because you didn't pay attention to me, bitch. Mm-hmm. That's a topic for another day. Oh, we will get into that. <laughs> we will get into that. Mm-hmm. Because we we know a few. Yes. So, with that said, if there are any other mom war topics that you want us to discuss that we haven't discussed in either part one or part two, please let us know because we and, know there uh-huh. are tons of them. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah, hit us up on our Facebook. 
leave them here on the uh, the questions panel underneath thing or whatever thing majiggy. Um, yeah, and mind your fucking business. You'll live longer. You won't get white hair. Your Stop arguing. Drop. Stop arguing on the internet with strangers about right. kids who you have no business like knowing about. Like, go get some Starbucks and chill. Like, yep. relax. Exactly. Cause y'all, y'all are sad. Y'all are sad. Seriously. I'm tired of getting kicked out of fucking groups for cursing bitches out. <laughs> I can't stand them. Can't nope. stand them. It's it's horrible. It is. Fucking. It's one thing to have an opinion. It's another thing to force your opinion on another fucking mom. Like, she's their mom. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Go take care of your kids. They're probably mm-hmm. hanging from the fucking ceiling fan as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So with that said, everyone have a great day. Mind your business. Drink your water. Stay hydrated. And <laughs> shut the fuck up. We hope you have a good Wednesday. <laughs> Bye. Bye.